Welcome to Blockchain Inside. The podcast is co-produced by Ideas, Purdue Blockchain Lab, and CastBox. Our vision is to connect everyone in the blockchain industry and explore the most up-to-date news. We hope this podcast will be educational, easy to understand, and inspirational for all of our listeners. I'm Coach Culbertson, and today we have Michael Noel back with us. Michael, why don't you take a minute and reintroduce yourself to our audience and remind them the awesomeness that we are talking to today. Thanks, Coach Culbertson. Always a pleasure to be uh, on your podcast here, and thanks for having me back. I'm I'm the co-founder and CEO of a company called Blockchain Consultants. I have the uh, domain blockchainconsultants.io, which is kind of the the definitive domain in the space. I have a a thing called Blockchain Weekly. Every week, I interview an interesting person uh, doing interesting things in the blockchain space. Uh, I do it uh, live at blockchainweekly.io every Wednesday, uh, and then I put it on my uh, YouTube replay channel. I get between four and 10,000 views a week on that. I've got a couple of meetups that I do here in Phoenix, Cryptocurrency Adopters, Phoenix Blockchain Meetup here in Phoenix, uh, the second Tuesday and fourth Tuesday. Uh, if anyone is in Phoenix, Arizona and wants to attend, they're pretty interesting, pretty high level. About 30 professionals uh, attend these events. You can go to meetup.com and search for Cryptocurrency Adopters and Certified Blockchain and uh, Phoenix Blockchain Meetup and, and see. Um, I'm a certified blockchain professional. I don't know. I'm I'm on advisory boards, Digibuild, Blocktrust, Ethereum Labs, Lancaster Holdings, uh, Blockchain Ent- Equities, Hemp Harvest, Swift Harvest. Um, I'm a Kryptonite Ventures founding member. So let's talk about how blockchain is doing in other countries. Let's talk about government support uh, in, say, let's say Dubai, the Middle East. How are other countries looking to use blockchain? And of course, we'll just start there. I mean, you may have other examples as well, but. Well, I, I think it's a very good segue into what we're talking about because Dubai has the Dubai Land Department, um, uh, the DLD. They've got some money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they're pretty smart guys, and they're more into cryptocurrency than we are because they have some barriers to, uh, you know, barriers as far as conducting trade between. Uh, borders. We're in the United States, and it's really easy for me to conduct uh, business with someone that's in Texas. But if you're in Dubai and you want to conduct business with someone who's in Egypt or Saudi Arabia or or someplace else, you know, it's the same kind of area, but it's more difficult because there's government intervention and there's different types of currency. So they've been doing this this cryptocurrency thing for quite some time. Uh, And uh, Dubai, uh, the Dubai Land Department has said, okay. Um, we're going to track uh, everything about every piece of property in Dubai on a blockchain. And that sounds interesting, um, but when, it, when you get down to it and they say, oh, and we're going to track your visa status on the blockchain. So if you're living at this property and your visa status is X, we can, we can figure this out. Oh, and you'll, you'll be able to pay your... Uh, your mortgage on the blockchain and oh you'll be able to pay your electric bill on the blockchain and oh you'll be able to pay your taxes on the blockchain and oh oh you'll be able to do this and oh you and you start understanding that this becomes a, a central depository for all the information and all the logistics on that piece of property um, and it's a central repository then when then we start to, to to look at what we're doing currently like um you know to keep track of this person we have uh, we have to have the DMV, we have to have uh, a title company, we have to have 
um, you know, uh, all, all this stuff as far as a county recorder's office. Uh, we have to have, uh, you know, all these types of things, right? All these, all these uh, bureaucracies that, that exist. And basically, Dubai is going, look, we're going to put it on a, uh, on a distributed ledger. We're going to update it and keep it updated. And, you know, we'll put four or five guys on this, and, and it should be good. I mean, seriously. Yeah. <laughs> That'll be fine. Just four or five guys. That's all we need. Yeah, four or five guys, and, uh, and we're going to do away with the layers upon layers of layers upon bureaucracy. Um, uh, you know, blockchain is secure. It removes uh, um, uh, the, the capability to duplicate it. So, you know, you, if it's a blockchain that, that is on a distributed ledger and uh, the distributed ledger is set up correctly so that the block is, is, is handled and blocks are added, we can, we can depend upon it. And if uh, the ownership of that asset is stored on the blockchain, then we can lens that blockchain and understand who 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 owns it. We can even do, uh, we can even store it uh, on the blockchain and and, and cut it up into, um, uh, you know, multiple people that own a piece of property. It's very easy to do on a blockchain. Hmm. Um, it, it it's an end end to end uh, property transactions that that they're doing. They're they're covering everything on it. It's all in a secure, transparent, shared, um, uh, trusted network. It eliminates paper documentation. And replaces it with uh, digitally signed documents. Uh, it eliminates a lot of the uh, manual processes uh, uh, that we need to have uh, currently. Uh, it provides a, a platform for the real estate market to be shared across different government or private entities. So uh, the the DMV and the uh, and uh, the um, county recorder's office can all uh, look at this uh, off the same uh, uh, database. It improves security, simplifies the overall transaction process. And increases uh, efficiency overall. It's just, uh, it's a great thing. And 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 here's the thing about the Dubai Land Department. You're thinking, you know, this is great. They're starting to work on it. This is going to take them what five, ten years? Would you say five? Is that a good Let's number? Yeah. Let's say five. It's going to be done by 2020. This is August of of 2018, right? That's less than a year and a half away. They'll be done. That's no joke. <laughs> from a, from any kind of technological implementation, that's a very short time frame. Yeah, that's a very short time frame. But they, they've been working on it for uh, you know a, about eight months now. But they're online. Mm. It's going to be very interesting when some of this stuff starts to come out. The uh, development has really, really, really begun to uh, uh, to shrink as we look at the development on what we did with the internet, what we did on this, what we did on that, what we did on this, uh, you know, on all these things. But we look at it in blockchain and it's like, you know, development takes a tenth of a ton. Right. It's really amazing. It's really incredible. Mm. So let's shift into more of, the, of a mainstream question. Um, do you think that blockchain is more important than Bitcoin. Oh, of course. Wow. Okay. So now, now, now we have a group of people out there that's throwing stones at me because <laughs> you know they're holders and they're heavily invested in Bitcoin, uh, and there's billionaires that uh, uh, that are heavily invested in Bitcoin. But uh, the uh, Bitcoin is the Internet of Value. We're able to to transfer value from one place to the next using the internet. And I think we've just looked at something different when we're looking at what we're doing with smart contracts, what we're doing with, you know, the DLD, the Dubai Land Department, what we're doing with, you know, Swift Harvest, a company that we talked about last time, I think, and what we're talking about real estate, we're doing workflows, we're rationalizing workflows. Well, that's a lot more than just, you know, the internet of value in Bitcoin. 
right? They're actually transferring trust from one place to the next. And that's the real thing that we have, uh, the real value, I think, and, and that real value is in blockchain, and that real value is in things that we're rolling out called smart contracts, and there's there's different co competitors to uh, to Bitcoin now. Ethereum is one of them. I, I've probably talked about Ethereum a 100 million times. Um, I'm probably exaggerating, but maybe not by not by much. Um, I think that that Bitcoin has its value. Don't get me wrong. Um, Bitcoin is uh, the Internet of Value, and it's much like a calculator. It does what it does very well. Um, very limited set. It'll transfer transfer value from one place to the next. And you know, th people think that uh, you know these these are uh, in certain instances. Whether high-value transactions, if Bitcoin is going to be uh, the one that wins, and it, it's going to do it better than anything else, and I tend to agree with them. Um, but we we have this other thing called Ethereum and smart contracts, and it's more of a uh, instead of a calculator, it's more like a, a you know your smartphone. We can install apps on it. Yeah, we can calculate. We can figure out what what the numbers are. We can do the same thing as a calculator. Um, we can transfer. A, a, an Ethereum from one place to the next, just like we do with Bitcoin, but we can also start to stand up smart contracts and we can begin to do and track some of this data like they're doing with the DLD. Um, and and when, when money moves from one place to the next, we can do an if this, then that argument for money, which you can't do with the money that sits in your wallet. Um, uh, you, we, can, we can track that you have uh, you know, paid your bill uh, on the DLD, and we can track who you are, and we can um, uh, where 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 you live, and and uh, we can provide that information to the um, uh, to the the land registries and to the DMVs, so that when they they need information, they can understand that people are doing the the right things, and they're doing them in the right order, and everything is going on well. Uh, we can uh, we can we can track the the ownership of real estate. We can. We can have bills paid on real estate, and that's much more than just the Internet of Value. So I think eventually this thing that we're becoming known as blockchain, uh, which is smart contracts and distributed ledger technology, is is, is much more valuable than, than Bitcoin. I think it will be many thousand times more valuable. Mm -hmm. Although when when people who own a lot of Bitcoin hear me talk about that, sometimes they, they kind of flinch a little. <laughs> Yeah. So another question that as, as people have been talking about blockchain and Bitcoin and the whole mining phenomenon, do all blockchains require mining? Um, right now, this, this, this very moment, yes. Um, where, well, there are a few that do proof of capacity, but there's still, there, still kind of a mining operation that's even involved with proof of, proof of capacity. There's some other different uh, consensus algorithms that we're that we're having for the miners, um, you know, proof of work is really where we're at. And proof of work is we solve the algorithm, this very difficult algorithm, and we don't really solve it; we just guess it. A Ethereum virtual machine is just a big guessing machine, and someone has a number or has an algorithm that's you know 128 characters, and people go around guessing what it is. Uh, you know, based on a certain uh, criteria, they can kind of narrow down what it is, and then they start guessing, and that's what uh, all the mining is, believe it or not. That's really what it is. The right, well, one that, that guesses the, the number correctly uh, first gets the uh, the benefit of adding the next uh, block 
to the blockchain. So that's the way new blocks are, are, are added. Um, so that, uh, and, and the miners are the ones that are responsible for adding the new block. And when a new block is, there's, there's uh, ether that's created and that ether goes to that miner or that mining pool or, or whoever is responsible for it. Um, I'm not sure that makes sense to, uh, to me or to anyone else, but it, it really provides a way that is very difficult to game and to hack. Um, and it's very difficult for someone to come in and change the data that's on the next block that's coming up. So it, it works. Does it work 100% of the time? Well, with very, 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 very few exceptions. So it's very dependable, very reliable, very secure, and, and it's what we're doing right now, proof of work. Does it use up a ton of electricity? Yes. The question is, does the work that it replaces use a, a ton of electricity? We, You know, so much of the discussions around blockchains and what's bad with blockchains is just the double that we know. Um, if When we look at the, uh, the thing about the DLD and the way that they're doing, and we're replacing all these different layers of bureaucracy, how much power does that le those levels of bureaucracy take up? Um, certainly quite a bit. So when we talk about proof of mining, yeah, it takes a lot of power, but uh, does the power that it's replacing take more power or less power? I mean, a lot of times we don't talk about this, but, uh, you know, proof of work is, is a mining. Now, we're going to another, uh, uh, another consensus algorithm that's called proof of stake. And in proof of stake, it's not going to require mining. Proof of stake is every time that we're uh, that we add a new block to the uh, to the blockchain, there's money that's created, there's there's coin that's created, and we we award that coin to the person who's re responsible for adding the, this block. And if you want to add this block, then you're going to have to take a, a stake of a thousand coins um, and put it up so that we know that this is is handled correctly. So um, you, you stake a thousand coins to make seven coins and, or you stake a hundred coins to make 80 coins. You know, the, the algorithms are, are still being uh, tweaked a little bit. We've seen, um, we've seen some of the Ethereum algorithms, uh, on the test net, uh, for proof of stake. So we kind of understand some of the stuff that's going on, but the idea is, is the person who's responsible for adding the next blockchain has a huge stake in, in, in it. And if the blockchain is not handled correctly, not added correctly, and if it doesn't line up with what was supposed to be there, then he loses his stake. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. As we bring this podcast in for landing, uh, can you share uh, ways that our audience can connect with you and any resources that our blockchain enthusiasts might enjoy? Sure. My name is Michael Noel. You can find me on LinkedIn. I have a company. It's uh, Blockchain Consultants. It's at blockchainconsultants.io. If you go to blockchainconsultants.io, there's a, a form there you can fill out. There's a, if you want to schedule a half-hour conversation with me, uh, you can press a button and, and schedule uh, and get on my calendar. I'm very approachable, very available. If you're looking for some interesting thing about blockchain, I would go to YouTube and type in Blockchain Weekly. I have a a weekly that we talked about at the top of the, of the session here, but I interview people that are doing interesting things in the blockchain that I put it on my replay channel. Uh, just go to YouTube. There's a search to them on the top. Type in blockchain weekly. 
um, and the uh, you know you'll you'll see my channel and I've got thirty or forty videos there. Uh, interesting stuff. I think that maybe they would uh, would like um, my email address is Michael at blockchainconsultants.io. Very approachable. If you you want to ask some questions, you want to know what what's what's going on. If you have a project that uh, you know you just want to spitball and say, well, I'm thinking about doing this. I'm I'm very approachable and would love love to chat with you. Awesome. Michael, as always, you are both immensely informing and entertaining. This has been incredible. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. You bet. You bet. Anytime I enjoy this, Coach. Thanks. Awesome. And to our listeners, thanks for following up with us today at Blockchain Inside. The podcast is co-produced by Ideas, Purdue Blockchain Lab, and CastBox. Please subscribe to our show on castbox.fm slash blockchain lab and leave a comment there if you have any questions. I'm Coach Culbertson. Thanks for hanging out with us, and we'll see you next time.